At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it's a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a winning edition of the HHC Hornets, now winners of four in a row after taking down what was, at the time, the Eastern conference leading Washington Wizards by a final score of 97 to 87. Just a brilliant defensive performance by the Hornets. We're going to break it all down, talk about this overall winning streak for Charlotte and why it's so important because don't look now, but the team's about to leave Charlotte for a very long time, then they're going to come back for a day, and then leave for another very long time, then they're going to come back for like three days, and leave for an even longer time. So, a lot of road games are in the future. We'll talk about all this, and some really good news, good work done by the Hornets, as well as our partners at Food Lion. Hornets and Food Lion Feeds helping support a thousand Charlotte area families with the annual Cornucopia event. We'll talk about that as well. Here to help me on all of these topics, he is a 10-year NBA veteran and a member of the Hornets basketball operations team, director of player programs, Matt Carroll back with us here once again on the HHC. And Matt, we got to keep this run going because another win here for the Hornets, 97 to 87 over the Washington Wizards. Before we get into some specifics, your bottom line takeaway from this big win. Well, it's just a great game. I mean, four wins in a row here with the Hornets and protecting their home court and Washington coming in as one of the top teams in the East. We knew it was going to be a challenge, but the Hornets stepped up, they answered, and it's just great to have a little winning streak, you know, especially when you do it at home early in the season, you're creating energy, it's a buzz in the city, and, you know, just seeing the players in the locker room after the game, they're just excited. You can feel, you know, just kind of the confidence building with this team as the season's progressed, and when you get a winning streak in the NBA, there's no better feeling. Hornets winning 97-87, to and as the score might indicate, defense was key for Charlotte in this one. Crowd wants more defense. Dinwiddie on the logo. Five left in the quarter. Four gives to Avdia. Catch it, two, three. It's blocked by Martin. Second chance blocked by Oubre. 
Hornets put a cherry on top of this third quarter as Oubre takes a lap around Spectrum Center, revving up the crowd. Matt, there were a lot of statistics in favor of the Hornets all throughout this season, but the one that stands out the most to me that I think defines where Charlotte can always turn to find success, whether the three-point shot's working or not, whether one player is having a good night or a bad night offensively, defensively, when they hold an opponent to under 20 points in a quarter like they did last night, keeping Washington to just 14 in that third quarter, Charlotte is undefeated. Their offense is good enough that they can have a marginal day, an okay day, and they can get away with it if they can hold someone under 20 and they continue to remain undefeated when that stat holds up. Well, you're definitely right, Sam. And when the defense is working and they're they're energized and they're swarming, great things can happen because this Hornets team can score. One of the best offensive teams in the NBA. And I love closing out that third quarter. Obviously, the defense is there holding them to 14 points, but making big shots at the end of that third quarter to expand the lead. And uh, when they're when they're playing defense, sometimes the shots are easier to make, and vice versa. When you're making shots, obviously, it's a little bit more exciting to play defense when the shots are falling. One thing that that I kind of take away from it is some of the the unknown advantages that came when Kelly Oubre Jr. chose to come to Charlotte. We here in Charlotte have gotten I don't want to say used to because it's always impressive, but Cody Martin, we we kind of know what to expect from him. Hard nosed, tenacious defense. Kelly Oubre Jr. came to town with the reputation of being a, a shooter first, but his ability to just be long and be in the right spaces, that veteran moxie, and his unselfishness. Last night, he had 14 points. He shot the ball 10 times, but we've seen games where he barely shoots it at all, and he's still able to have an impact. No, he, he really is, and obviously Kelly Oubre has had some games where he's been our leading scorer. He look, looks like he's on fire, can't miss from three, but he brings so much more. I mean, defensively, he's got the length, the athleticism to be disruptive on the perimeter, and just an all-around good defender, but when his offense is rolling, he's hitting threes in transition, he makes them in the half court, getting to the rim. I mean, just an all-around complete player, and he's been the difference maker in quite a few games this season. We'll get to our stars of the night in a moment, but want to hear from Miles Bridges. He talked after the game, uh, really dove deep into this box score about how different players, whether, again, they scored or not, were able to contribute in this Hornets' 10-point victory. Our defense turned into our offense. So we got going in the third with guys like Kelly, Cody. Cody didn't even score today, and what, what was he? Plus 20. So that just shows the impact he has on his game. He didn't have to score the ball. So those type of guys, they just get us going. Nick had two big blocks. Mason was getting big rebounds. Jalen came in, got a lot of rebounds. So we got guys that can impact the game without scoring. So that's what we need. Matt, the, the team just got contributions from everywhere. Three double-doubles on the team. Plumley 11 points, 13 boards. Bridges, 17 points, 10 boards. LaMelo Ball, career-high 14 assists to go with 11 points. But it keeps coming back to defense. And one part of it that I really want to ask you about is defending the three. Because we're in an era where everyone shoots the three. I mean, centers have a hard time getting on the floor unless they can shoot the three, it seems, at times. And Charlotte now in back-to-back games has held the Golden State Warriors to 23% from beyond the arc. And now the Wizards to 19%. What are they doing to help force these off nights from really good basketball teams who, at the time they played, were leading their conference? You know, I I think really it's an attention to detail. I think, you know, it starts with the game plan. You know, I think Coach Borrego and his staff you know, with Coach Jay Triano, Chad Iskey, these guys are experienced veteran coaches. And, you know, they're coming in with a game plan defensively of how to guard and slow these high, you know, offensive teams down. 
and it's working. And, and give the players credit. I mean, they're executing what the coaches are putting out there, and, and they're playing, you know, 100%. They're giving it what they got. They're following a the game plan. And I think the three-point shot is so valuable, as you mentioned. And these guys are finding ways to run them off the three. They're, they're closing out quickly, forcing teams to take, you know, tough two-point shots off the dribble, make the extra pass. And, you know, when you put that kind of energy, that kind of attention to detail, you know, it's hard on the other end, and that's what the Hornets are doing. Let's pick some stars of the night. Guests first, Matt, who was your star performer from this 97-87 win over Washington? I think I'm going to go with Miles Bridges. You know, Miles has been fantastic all season long, but you know, tonight he had 17 points, 10 rebounds, kind of a an easy, quiet double-double for him, and he still threw in five assists. But, you know, Miles is just, this season is proving to the whole NBA that he is a complete player. I mean, he scores at the rim. You know Miles, first and foremost, as an athletic dunker that plays above the rim and catches lobs in transition. But when he's knocking down his three-point shot, it opens up his drive to the rim. He's got a little mid-range game now off the dribble. I mean, really has expanded his skill set, and it's just fun to watch seeing his great his game grow so much. He was one of the three double-doubles. Uh, Mason Plumley had one as well, 11 points and 13 big rebounds, particularly on the offensive side. Washington was up at halftime primarily because they were getting the bulk of the second-chance points in the game. I think it was 10-2 to two at halftime. And because of what Mason Plumley was able to do in the second half, the Hornets narrowed that gap to one and basically erased the, the big advantage for Washington but one other thing for Mason Plumley, he's been dropping some dimes lately and while I would love to give him player of the game my star is LaMelo Ball with an assist from Mason Plumley. here's what he told us after the contest what is so special about him and his court vision yeah he just um you know he made everybody better tonight he moved the ball and uh, it's really fun to play with them uh, when he's when he's playing like that Matt LaMelo Ball's stat line career high 14 assists he has a couple of steals in there he only scores 11 points on 4 of 18 shooting, but what is it about the way LaMelo Ball runs this offense that just makes it so everyone can find ways to star and to feel involved and continue to, to stay in the flow of the game? I think the biggest thing that is the contributes to the unselfishness, the helping each other, playing together for LaMelo is he's always looking to attack, whether if he catches a rebound, his first look is up the court. How can he kick it ahead, whether it's an overhead pass, underhand? <laughs> he's got a lot of ways he can make the passes, but he's always looking to push the pace, get down the court, and who's open. And when guys aren't open now, he can make shots himself, obviously, with his, you know, his three-point range getting to the rim. But I think he's naturally just a playmaker. He's looking for his teammates, and he sets the tone. The ball's in his hands when he's looking to get guys the ball, and he's kicking ahead and finding players and getting his assists. Then it becomes contagious, and you see you know, Mason getting assists now, and everybody wants to get in the action. But it starts with LaMelo. He's an incredible playmaker, and it's just the style of play that he plays with always being unselfish. Another big Hornets win, 97-87, the final over Washington. That's four in a row. We're going to talk to Matt Carroll a little bit more in a moment about this win streak and why it's so important when we look ahead at the calendar for the Hornets. But coming up next, Charlotte Hornets and Food Lion Feeds partnering together to help support a thousand Charlotte area families during the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday. We'll talk about that next here on the Hornets Hivecast. I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro-looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. 
From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Senta offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Sam Farber and Hornets Director of Player Programs, Matt Carroll, a 10-year NBA veteran here with you on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. We're going to bring in a third member of our podcast team, Rob Longo, who's going to talk about a partnership between the Charlotte Hornets and Food Lion Feeds, who are working together to support 1,000 Charlotte area families. They did so at the 11th annual Cornucopia event on Tuesday. For more, here is Rob Longo. Thanks, Sam. And as you mentioned, Tuesday was the 11th annual Cornucopia event at Spectrum Center in conjunction with our friends over at Food Lion and Food Lion Feeds, the official hunger relief partner of the Charlotte Hornets. All hands were on deck, including Hornets players, coaches, and staff. Miles Bridges said that this event is personal to him. I like helping people that's in need, people that's less fortunate than me. And we didn't have a chance last year, so I'm happy we're bringing it back. Yeah, I mean, we love giving back. We got a group of great guys. We just love giving back, so it's fun to give back for us. Hornets head coach James Brago said that this event is a small way that the Hornets can give back to their fans as well as the community. It's so much more than just basketball. It's about touching other people's lives and giving back and their experience at, at games and giving them hope and giving them a sense of community and support. And I think I've felt that in the games, their love, their support. This is our way of giving back to them and saying, we love you guys, we support you, we're about community, we're about Charlotte, we love you, and let's just keep this thing going. So it's been great just to see them back in the stands and now to give back some. Alongside the Hornets was also staff and executives from Food Lion and Coca-Cola Consolidated, as well as volunteers from Second Harvest Food Bank of Metrolina, who helped pack and hand out a thousand Thanksgiving meals to families in need. Each meal kit provided enough food to feed a family of four, and Food Lion president Meg Ham said that this event has benefited thousands of people and will continue to do so in the future. We have given away thousands and thousands, 200,000 meals together with the Hornets over the past eight years. So it's a pretty special event for us. We have donated 800 million meals from Food Lion Feeds since 2014. And our goal is 1.5 billion meals by 2025. So we're on track to do that. And this is a big part of it. And mostly it's to be able to really help those who are food insecure. Over the past year, Second Harvest Food Bank of Metrolina has to distributed over 82 million pounds of food to over 800 partner programs. That includes food pantries, soup kitchens, and meal programs. Once again, a special thank you to Food Lion and Food Lion Feeds for providing turkeys, stuffing, mashed potatoes, and all the other Thanksgiving fixings, as well as our friends over at Coca-Cola Consolidated for providing a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper for every family to enjoy as well. To learn about other initiatives that Hornet Sports and Entertainment support, you can check out the community tab on Hornets.com. And of course, coming up next, Sam Farber and Matt Carroll will take a look at how impressive this four-game winning streak is for the Hornets. That's straight ahead right here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. Hornets fans, make sure you download the Hornets app this season for an enhanced game day experience. The Hornets app is your home for the game day digital program with all the information on your favorite team and giveaways every game day. You'll also find predictive games, mobile food ordering, and even a wallet for your NFTs. 
Download the Hornets app today. Our thanks again to Rob Longo for that report. Thanks to all of you for tuning in here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. Matt Carroll, member of the Hornets basketball operations team, director of player programs, and a 10-year NBA veteran back with us. And Matt, last night the Hornets won their fourth straight game. What makes it so significant to me is there are no layups in this run. I think generally speaking, we like to say there are no layups in the NBA, but we know there are some teams that are just not destined to make the playoffs. And a couple of those are pretty obvious at this stage of the game. When you look at the standings and there's a couple of teams that have 10 more losses than they have wins, but Charlotte hasn't played any of those. This run has come with a win over Memphis, who's at 500, a win over Golden State, who is leading the Western Conference, Washington, who was leading the Eastern Conference when it got started and the New York Knicks who are still above 500 at this stage. What does it say about the team that they've been able to rack up all of these wins against teams at or above 500? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, this Hornets team is legit. I mean, they're a team that can beat some of the best teams currently in the NBA. They can play with anybody. They can beat anybody. So, you know, it's not a fluke. I don't see this team, you know, really taking a nosedive as the season progresses. I see them only getting better as time goes on as they continue to grow in chemistry and just learning how to play with each other but they beat some good teams and you're talking about teams that are going to be in the playoffs and that's why I think this Hornets team continues to grow continues to get better and I think they're kind of opening eyes across the NBA that this team is legit. Miles Bridges had something to say after the game as well about the significance of this recent run. I mean it's a lot I mean the Warriors they're 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 the hottest team coming in the Wizards were, were the hottest team in the East so for us to get wins, that just shows what we're capable of when everybody's focused. So like I said, as long as we stay focused, um, we'll be a tough team to beat. Charlotte's been able to do all of this despite, I think still at this point, uh, they're now tied for the most road games played in the NBA to this stage. And again, just not a whole lot of gimmies. The two teams that they have played that are currently outside of the playoff picture, I think it's three now. I think Sacramento kind of slipped out of that 10 spot, but they're still basically there tied for 10th. But the Indiana Pacers, who the Horns are going to see next who are 6-10 and ten to start the season but still have Demonis Sabonis that's still a good team I think they're going to start to figure it out and then the Orlando Magic have struggled out of the gates but generally speaking the Hornets they've had to beat good teams and for the most part had to do it on the road which just makes this run all the more impressive I think when we do turn to 2022 Matt Carroll we're going to see the Hornets in much more advantageous positions playing more home games getting more rest between games and hopefully that should propel them up the standings. I think it definitely will. I mean, listen, you, you get through 2021, 2022, it looks pretty bright as far as schedule wise for the Hornets, but you know, if they can continue what they're doing now in 2021 and get through these long road games, these long road trip schedule, I'll tell you what, they're going to be in great shape moving into the postseason, and uh, it's setting them up in a, in a good situation here. And, you know, they're, they're finding ways. And as we know, in the NBA, there's some ups, there's some downs. You get on those West Coast trips. I mean, you're going to lose some games, but I do love that they're able to take advantage when they are home they've been fantastic at home the Hornets crowd has been awesome this season so far which has given them a lot of energy I believe and I just think as you get through this next month it's going to be grueling it's going to be brutal on the road a lot but as you mentioned you get to 2022 there's a ton of home games coming up and that's only going to help them as the season goes on no question about it and that home court advantage is real the hive has most definitely been alive as of late five and two the Hornets are at home and taking advantage of this homestand it was important 
Charlotte is definitely going to have a winning homestand. The game against Indiana, I know the Pacers have the worst record coming into the game of anyone Charlotte will have played in this homestand, but I still think that's a really high-quality team that has some pieces that have given the Hornets problems in the past, most recently in the play-in game, which we don't have to mention too much. But head coach James Borrego talked after the game as well about the lessons you take away from wins and the reason you can't let your foot off the gas at any point in the season, certainly not when you are only 16 games into the schedule. Well, we're growing, we're getting better. You know, I think we're building an identity and starting to understand what wins in this league and our, our group is taking ownership of that. So I'm proud of the group for the last two wins, but I'm, I'm more proud of the growth and the movement and the momentum we have right now, what we're trying to build here. So the goal here is not to be complacent. The goal is here to build off of these wins and get better. If we're complacent with these last couple wins, you know, next week could look a lot different for us. The goal and the challenge here is to sustain it and get better along the way. And that's our, that's our challenge, even going into tomorrow's practice. Matt, can you fill us in more about that type of mindset? It's hard. It's an 82-game schedule. It lasts almost six months. It's a long time to be dialed in all the time. But how important is it while you're at home to take advantage of these opportunities knowing the schedule is about to turn? It's huge, you know, and as a player, you know, sometimes it goes both ways. You know, sometimes you have teams that when they get home, they they feel a little extra pressure. They have, you know, more demands, more distractions being in their, you know, they're back home with family and friends and you feel the pressure in their home city. And then you have teams that just, you know, just crush it and just love to be home and they love to play in front of their crowd. They get their energy, have more confidence, shoot the ball better. And I think a lot of it depends on how you start and establish your identity in the beginning of the season. And this Hornets team is basically saying, hey, listen, we'd love to be home. We play much better in front of our home crowd. And they're playing with a ton of confidence. The crowd's getting energized. They're getting into it. So, I mean, what's happening so far for the Hornets is setting them up to say, listen, this is a real home court advantage with this Hornets team. Looking ahead after Friday's home game, tomorrow's home game, I guess, against Indiana, 14 of the next 19 games will be on the road. Now, after that, the Hornets will be more than halfway through their road schedule for the entire season, and there will only be one three-game trip remaining on the calendar, and that includes multiple days off between each of those three contests. So a much, much more favorable schedule. But just to play devil's advocate, Matt, the Hornets of the top six teams in the Eastern Conference as we record this podcast, they're the only ones with a negative in the uh, point differential, average point differential. They're a minus one still at this stage. And even though I've harped on, and I think accurately, how difficult the schedule has been, you look at the other teams that are in the top six. Cleveland has also played nine road games to this point. Miami has played nine road games to this point. Brooklyn, Chicago, and Washington, who are in the top three spots, they've all played an equal number of home and road games. So Charlotte is not the only one who is going to get the benefit as the calendar starts to turn. Uh, It might be a bigger one starting in 2022. I don't think any of these other teams have as long of those West Coast trips coming as quickly as Charlotte does. But generally speaking, as well as the Hornets have performed and the advantages they might have, there's some other teams with similar ones. They they can't let up here. 100%. And I, I think this is something that Coach Brego does a great job at. He tells these guys each and every day that this is a new opportunity. What's you know happened yesterday is over. we got to move on. we got to get better every practice, every day. And that's what being in the NBA is all about. I mean, it's the teams that get better every day, the teams that are going to be playing you know, longest in the season. If you're not getting better each day, then it's not going to happen. And, you know, I think about all these guys on the team. I mean, there's not five guys on the team. We got 15, then two two-way players. So 
there's new energy that comes into practice, and we have a lot of young guys that are going back and forth to the Greensboro Swarm that are coming in to practice each day ready to compete and play. And I think you need that. That's what makes it a team. Those guys that didn't play, you know, in the game before are going to come and practice and try to earn minutes for the next game, and that's what makes the competitiveness so great, and that's why it's the best the best league in the world. And, and Coach Brago, I think, does a great job at getting the most out of his players. Hornets next up have the Indiana Pacers. We'll have the uh, full podcast previewing that one tomorrow. But just a quick taste. Uh, the Pacers, you, you might look at their records, say 6-10. and 10. Oh, They're not very good this year. And, oh, wow, they're 2-8 and eight on the road. That's pretty bad. But their two wins are at Utah on night two of a back-to-back. Utah, arguably the best team in the NBA this year. And the other one came at Sacramento, who, of course, blew out Charlotte in the most lopsided loss of the season. So not a Pacers team to be slept on. But for now, the Hornets can rest easy knowing that they have uh, got yet another win in their back pocket. They're playing well and can try and sweep away the remainder of this homestand tomorrow against the Pacers. Love to have more fans uh, in the building for that one as well. Go to Hornets.com for all the latest ticket information. Matt, as always, it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. Thanks for joining us for another winning edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you, Sam. Always a pleasure. Let's keep this thing going. And thanks to all of you for tuning in as well. As previously mentioned, we will have our preview podcast for you tomorrow, getting you set for Hornets versus Pacers. Till then, for our producer and our reporter, Rob Longo, today, as well as my guest, Matt Carroll, I'm Sam Farber, saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along, and we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.